Hello, and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam. Oh, and I'm Kiana. I'm Elaine. And today uh, we're recapping season six, episode 17, American Psychos. Hello, how are you guys today? We're great. Great. This is the calm episode. <laughs> this is the calm zen episode. So peaceful. So yes. peace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could keep that up because at some point there's just going to be a break and we just got to do it now because otherwise we're going to lull the viewers, the viewers, that's who's watching the podcast, (laughs) into a false sense of um, security. Yeah. Yeah. And this show ain't that. No. And once they get shocked, they unsubscribe immediately. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I thought this was a relaxation podcast. Obviously. (laughs) Riverdale meditation. What would that look like? That can be our game at the end. (laughs) Riverdale meditation. Yeah. ASMR. You are Cheryl alkanizing. Or she's buying. Yes. Yes. You are forged. You are are a palladium man of indestructibility. Now scream. (laughs) Scream all your stresses and weaknesses is away yes. yes palladium has no power over you <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's it that's, that's great that's, that's all yeah mm-hmm. okay should we get into two truths and a line yes, yes. Okay. do you feel ready i i don't know okay should should i preface it that yes. i saw i saw a spoiler that we'll get into to see if like it's relevant which i can't assume it's i can't imagine it's not but so i might know the big twist of the episode already but we'll get into it yeah we'll find out mm-hmm. yeah well hopefully it doesn't give away the lie. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see. Right. Number one. Betty has a romantic dinner with TBK. <laughs> okay. Number two. Agent Drank confesses her feelings to Betty. Don't you mean Dr. Drank? <laughs> yeah, Dr. Drank. <laughs> well, she wasn't giving medical advice in this episode. Okay. <laughs> Number three. Veronica gives Betty great advice. that seems loaded that seems like take it sam guess that one um i'm gonna say the second one is a lie no that happens oh my gosh um is the first one a lie that is a lie okay okay (laughs) they unfortunately don't get to have their romantic dinner he sets one for her oh but she doesn't arrive well she doesn't accept okay she refuses to eat Mm mm-hmm and she refuses something else. Something else. Oh. An advance, perhaps? Well, well, well <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, okay. So, if you don't know already, this episode is based off of, or they do, it's the musical episode and they do American Psycho. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I, I read a little bit about, but I'm not completely sure the plot. Give us the premise because we don't know and we did not research. And it doesn't really feel like it applies at all? Not really. Like, I looked at it a tiny bit just to see what some of the songs were from the musical. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really see how it's, it connected. It's kind of jukeboxy, too. Like, there's some not original songs in there. Yeah, that's what I saw. So, yeah. Um, well, okay, so the movie American Psycho is basically about this, like, corporate guy who's, like, trying to move up the ladder, and I think he just starts killing people, and it has something to do with masculinity and, like, your public facade and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's, like, a really, like, metrosexual guy who has, like, a lot of, like, um, I don't know, like, vanity. He's a very vain guy, so mm. I don't know. I don't really know how this Kevin did him well. Like, like very obsessed with, like, his image. Yeah, yeah. Does Kevin do, like, Kevin sit-ups couple... in, in tidy whities <laughs> No, unfortunately. Oh. Oh. But he does a couple numbers <laughs> as the main character, and I feel like he portrayed that Patrick well. Bateman yes. is the main character. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they do talk about a lot about, like, your facades and, like... The masks you the wear. The masks you wear in, like... killer or whatever. Yeah. And, like, things you have to hide from people in, like, your day-to-day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that has some of those themes, but... Okay. Also, so this is all at the serial killer convention. So we start and end there. Well, we're going to give you the miscellaneous first so that we can get into the meat of serial killer comedy. Okay, great. Yes. <laughs> I can't imagine, where all the I can't imagine what happen. miscellaneous they would have when that's going on. Well, What B-plot could they possibly stir up in this? And why is it relevant? Well, okay, so first of all, <laughs> Tabitha eats some smart food popcorn. Yes. <laughs> we gotta get that in there. Yeah, so she could have a booth of that at the serial killer con. You know, that's a good idea. Yeah. They had a Pops booth. You can't steal business from Pops. Pops had a booth at the con. Yeah, because they have a booth at the casino. <laughs> 
furthers my suspicions. <laughs> Pop Tate did not work it though. He Pop has been like a wall. Yeah, AWOL. well, he's semi-retired. Give the man a break. Because he's he's scared of the ghost train. And he knows yeah, what's coming. Like, was he even there during when they moved Pops? No. No, that's why I'm confused. Is he just going to show like, up one day and be like, what? I know, that's <laughs> what I'm wondering. I'm like, we haven't seen him since they moved in. <laughs> He's just like, this isn't right. I'm not going into I feel like he should have. He should have. No, he was that. there because remember he complimented the Benjamin Moore paint. <gasps> oh, that's right. So that's he knows right. they moved it. He's okay yeah, with it. Yeah, he saw the little tour. The paint for the win? Yeah. Yes. That I don't remember the name of. <laughs> Benjamin, Benjamin Moore. Moore. <laughs> Benjamin Moore for the win. Okay. All right. So she eats some smart food popcorn. Yes. And, and Jughead is busy just chilling in the bunker waiting for his brain to be fixed. So he's, he's not wait, in this episode. what? No, but he's... Chilling in the bunker that he, he went to because he was hearing voices, right? Yeah. But... He's hearing even more voices from Rivervale. Mm-hmm. Like, this time he was hearing them talk about, like, paradoxes and parallel universes and things. Has and he so explored it, the whole bunker? No, I mean, it's, just, like, four feet by four feet. Okay. I mean, he's sitting there, and he just looks very, like, confused. Sure. And he's just, like, trying to figure Which out Which is how you on. feel watching the episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Tony goes to visit Cheryl to tell her that... Wait, where are we done with Jughead? Yeah, he was literally That's in the episode what, for one second. It was, like, 30 seconds of him just staring... Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I should tell you the important plot points that were happening because you have smart food popcorn. Yes. But yeah, Tony goes to visit Cheryl and tell her the news that her and Fames are getting married because she wanted her to hear it right. from her first. Right. And Cheryl is, you know, she's just like, oh, okay. You know, and like, and as soon as Tony leaves, Heather's like, are you okay? Like, hearing that news from your ex can always be kind of like jarring or upsetting. And Cheryl's like, gets very defensive about she's like, it. I'm she's fine. like, I'm fine. Yeah. And she's like, why are you projecting that on me? I'm totally fine. What? Don't do that in front of Heather. <laughs> <laughs> but, also, she is fine, right? No. No. Why? Because she always thought that her and Tony would get back together in the end. Well, she, like, hoped. I guess. You know, and this really, like, finalizes it. Even after the baby? Yeah. I I mean, she made her creepy little, like, Cullen family nursery for the baby, if you remember. Her little vampire nursery. Mm -hmm. Should I remember that? (laughs) Everyone should. Did it come back in this episode? No. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, is it just still sitting there? Probably. Wow. That's where they keep the Julian doll now. Yeah. They repurposed it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, so she yells at Heather. Yeah, I mean, and Heather, like, you can tell she clearly, like, I mean, she's, like, she sees right through it, and she knows that she's just upset about Mm -hmm. it, but she doesn't push her or say anything. But then Cheryl shows up at Kevin's house, and she's like, so did you hear this wonderful news? And he's like, oh, yeah. You know, and she's like, oh. She's like, would you like to join me in cursing there in Holy Union? (laughs) And she comes with that spell book, the, like... Full cape with the hood, Little Red Riding outfit, and spell book. And what was it called? Like the Alephictora or whatever? The Maleficorum. Maleficorum. Yeah, like, so she just picks a wedge spell to put a wedge between them. Not really, Why? like... Why? Not really also knowing what it will do. Because even Kevin's like, what's this wedge that will, like, drive them apart going to be? And she's like, I don't know. I'll let the universe decide. Mm. And doesn't go well. Is it relevant to the rest of the episode? Is Does, does it make one oh, of them a serial killer? It's just relevant no. to Cheryl's storyline. Okay. Basically, because it didn't specify what the wedge would be, the wedge turned out to be baby Anthony gets sick, which is bad. Kevin's upset because he's like, I just cursed my own child. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was going to happen. Well, yeah. We were just doing a fun little curse. Yeah. <laughs> fun. fun little curse. <laughs> so anyway, then she has to bring Heather in to get a potion uh, it's just like a, a natural herbal potion from the, what's that called, that Cheryl has with the herbs. Her greenhouse? Her greenhouse, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine is the plant roommate, uh, yes. apparently. <laughs> she the knows the word greenhouse. <laughs> I'm very knowledgeable. Yes. No, so they immediately cure baby Anthony. Oh, that's it. So it's fine. Yeah, but because of that too, Heather's like, so. Um, do you want to talk about how you feel? Obviously, right, because you were gonna this like, okay. sabotage them. Yeah, you almost yeah. killed a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, even before then, while they're giving like helping baby Anthony and everything, Cheryl has an actual like visual flashback to River Vale when she gave Tony the like herbs or whatever from her garden to help oh, colicky baby Anthony. Baby, yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. And so she and she like shakes it off but is like she's like, What? You know, but then she just keeps on 
going about her day, but okay. so Rivervale is bleeding more and more because we've seen mm-hmm. them like get deja vu a feeling, but yeah, never like, like a visual flashback. Or Tony had it. Yeah, with, Tony had a visual flashback. Oh, she did with the Lala with, Yeah, with the oh. social worker. Yeah, but yeah, it's like weird. slowly coming together. It's so weird how this is happening. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Cheryl, though, she does talk to Heather, you know, and she tells her that she is struggling with it. Yeah, because like we said, she always kind of hoped that they would still be together. Mm -hmm. And Cheryl tells Heather that she does have feelings for her, but she's afraid of getting hurt again. So she doesn't really want... A relationship? ...to pursue anything right now. Oh, okay. You know, and Heather is like, okay, she's like, well, why don't we just have fun and spend time together and just see what happens? And work on your witch library. Yeah, Mm. and like not worry about... Like, labeling it or trying yeah, anything. commitments. Yeah. Whatever. And so, Carol, yeah, she's like, she likes that idea. And she shows her this painting she did of the two of them from, like, way back when they met. Which looks so creepy. <laughs> it's like these two 13-year-old girls holding hands. Like, side oh, by side. right, when they were children. Yeah, yeah. and Heather has, like, her head cocked. and it's shiny. Like, yes, that's what, it looks, that's what it looks like. <laughs> but Heather thinks it's incredibly romantic. Well, yes. I guess she kind of has to. <laughs> I mean, she wouldn't have I guess to. it's the appeal of Cheryl, though, maybe to her. That Probably. Like, they like the occult. Like, they like, you know, they have to be okay spooky with stuff. A little spooky stuff. Little, like, eternal love something. Yeah. I don't know. That is weird, though. And uh, while they're gazing at the painting, they share their first kiss. Oh, their first kiss? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Lesbian rights. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and they decide to go to Tony's um, bachelorette party. Oh. And so... Oh, right, because she's getting married. Yeah. yeah. So It's going down for real. Yeah. yeah. And Tony's bachelorette party is going to be at the after party for the serial killer convention. Yeah. So as, they're going to go there. As any girl dreams of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my bachelorette party is going to be actually, too. So is it was a, exciting to see, like, a little preview. Is everyone Ooh. aware of why there's a serial killer convention in Riverdale? Probably not. So Tony is okay with it. She just wants to dance. No, I think Tony knows. I think all of... (laughs) Kiana says differently. She just wants to dance. I'm assuming that all the superpower people have talked and know what's going on. That's not good enough for me. I need people to know when to question it, to, like, understand (laughs) what's going on. Because the fact that it's happening is, like, way too weird. Yes. There are many attendees there who are in creepy masks and stuff. I believe it. Mm -hmm. I believe it. But I would like some security knowing that are the people that we're rooting for are just okay with it. <laughs> I mean, Archie's They're fine with it. very uncomfortable by it. Okay. He's like the only one that seems even but faced at all. he's not even very uncomfortable. He's just like, that's kind of weird, right? Well, and then like, like when he Betty, doesn't want to go back because right. he's like, I don't like But like, like he would have gone. He wasn't like, yeah. he wasn't like, I'm out. This is weird. Well, he, he was just like, I'm kind of uncomfortable. all of those people. Yeah. yeah. Save the whole town. That's true. But um, before we get to the serial okay. killer convention, we also learn that Percival has right. is trying to like finish his whole plan before like Bailey's comet because oh, he gets like Bailey's... supernatural abilities from it, and he's like, if we miss more? it, we'll have to wait sixty five more years. And so, um, him and Frank, you know, because Frank is like, well, can't you mind control your workers to get them to come back to work? Like we all were saying. Good on him, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, and Percival's like, you know, I can. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to Pop's diner and like talks to all of them and gets them to come. But then he turns into Eleven from and Stranger Things. From Stranger right, Things, of yeah. And he starts like bleeding from like his one nostril. Well, then both nostrils. But mm-hmm. so after he does the mind control, yeah. Okay, because he's doing too much of it. Yes. Okay. It's stringing him. His weakness mm-hmm. showing. Yes. And so he gets all the workers to come back to work, but Archie and Tabitha, who again are spending more time together than any of the other couples practically, they decide that they need to try and like reconnect them to like some sort of like tether. You know how it's like you can focus on what's most important to you and oh, it will all like the break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we need to remind them of their families because that's the whole reason they're even doing this job. And so Archie busts out his guitar again. And they decide to sing the song Ew. with their families with present their families. at the job site. And they all know the same song. Is they it practice. from American Psycho? <laughs> I don't know. It's some song about labor unions. Yeah. Because they were like, song's always been important in the union movement to rally people. 
So what it broke him out of the spell. Anthem? I can't think of a single one. It's like, we look to work and be treated <laughs> fairly, and <laughs> that's it. Wow, Kim, I think that's Grammy of the <laughs> Year for so you. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like, is it like Eastern European or country? I can't tell. It's both. It's both. Why pick one? Yeah. Folk. Mm. Honestly, that's a good description of folk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, song great. Of the okay. People. The song of the people. Yeah, and it wakes all of them up, and not a single one of them has a problem with it. No, yeah. and they all start singing along because they also practiced. They know the words. They yeah. Know the words. Yeah. So then Percival is upset, and he's like, "Ah, they're <laughs> like a worse enemy than I thought. They're singing to my workers, breaking my mind control." Cares. <laughs> He needs to pill this ghost train. So I don't know. Certainly there's a more interesting way to do it, though. Apparently not. (sighs) No, he needs the workers. And in order to get them, they're going to deal with consequences of biblical proportions (laughs) in the next episode of Riverdale. Again, the apocalypse. Yeah, keep teasing that. I know. It's like, they keep playing it up. We'll see what happens. How many episodes are going to be in the season? Last time I checked, they said it was going to be done May 29th. They just filmed the last episode, like, yesterday. Well, of what? Like, we're on episode, what, 17? It goes through what, August. Yeah. There's we have 20, a schedule. We'll I think it. there's okay. 22 episodes okay, this season. Good. There's, like, three extra. Like, three more than normal. Yay. So, yeah, <laughs> I think it's 22 or 23. I wonder if it's going to be, like, hour long. Wait, are they already hour long? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Um, never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> certainly like, the end I don't finale. want more. Certainly the finale is going to be two-parter, maybe. I'm sure. I'm mm-hmm. assuming. Big Avengers battle. Yeah, Big mm-hmm. Avengers battle, um, labor union songs. Um, yes. The whole shebang. <laughs> Musical numbers galore. Okay, are we there now? We yes. are ready okay. for SlarkCon. Slarg? <laughs> Slaughter. Slarg. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to play it back. It said like you said SlarkCon. <laughs> SlarkCon. <laughs> SlarkCon. Slarg. Slarg. <laughs> it's actually a pirate convention. <laughs> oh, everyone's going to be so disappointed. I mean, pirates are basically murderers. I mean, they are. Yeah. yeah. Serial killers in their own right. Yeah. They should have. Where's their convention? Yeah, subset pirates at SlaughterCon. There's like a pirate's cove at SlaughterCon. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what we're changing the name to now. SlaughterCon. SlaughterCon. <laughs> okay. Um... So how do we... You, you just talk. Just, <laughs> I don't even know. So it's at the casino. Veronica's hosting. She okay. got all this together within a week. And like, yeah, like I said, people are showing up in masks, weird costumes, and like the whole squad is there. Anything recognizable? Like Michael Myers or... I mean, we've got Borges. some black hoods. Okay. We've got some... Trash TV case. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. some TV case. People in like weird animal masks. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like from the Rays. Yeah, kind of like the Rays. No, I was surprised there's no Mothmen. Well, that was more local. But they had a, yeah. a, a whole like exhibit about the Mothmen. Yes, true. And one about like they had a Griffins and Gargoyles game. It was all like the Riverdale stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. They also had Doctor Coodle Junior. He had his own little booth and like autopsy little demonstration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. This was a whole con. They sure. were yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, well, the FBI is around watching for TBK because obviously that's the main point of having this whole thing. Right. Are they in disguise? They're just, like, average people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're constantly watching out. You're like, is that person TBK? That, they look creepy. And Betty sees this guy pull out a knife. Dressed and, as the black hood. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's got to be him. He's sketchy. So she intercepts him. Turns out the knife is a knife that the black hood used that some fan bought on Eastlay. You slay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and he wanted Betty to autograph it, which is why he was taking it out and pointing it around the crowd. Is her vibe yes. going off? No, no not at all. She didn't all. have a single aura. At I know. All? And I was like... That's the point. The whole point, too. Earlier in the episode, she's like, I learned how to control my auras and I don't have blind spots. And I was like, okay, so, so we see it. zero? Even when these people are like... I mean, I guess he wanted her autograph. He didn't mean harm. Yeah. But, like, but literally... But I don't buy it. It's like there's got to be multiple people there who have ill intent. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're at SlaughterCon. Yeah. And like, she had a whole entire scene 
in the same room as TVK. Not no a single aura. aura. No. Well, he was her blind spot. But that would have been the but perfect she, opportunity to be like, her, I can no, see it now. But he intended her no harm, I guess. I guess. But no, it's stupid. Then what's the point of her? Like, it was so stupid. It's what like, was the point of her, her training power, her power? Her power is basically like I see someone lunging at me with a knife. They're dangerous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like right before they like kill me. It's real hit or miss. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the laziest and the most confusing of the powers they've gotten so far. Yes. I hate mm-hmm. to say even Veronica's is cooler than this, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's more consistent. It's more yes. consistent and actually helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, Charles is in this episode now too, right? Yeah. I mean, he's barely. He was only there at the beginning when they're planning this. Okay. But he gave so good no insight. Chick. No chick. Mm. No, he's still in jail. Dang. I know. I Confirmed. was excited to their for their, their cage reunion. dance scene. Their reunion. <laughs> yeah. Nothing what? happened. Also, chick only got out of jail. I mean, sorry, Charles only got out of jail because he was dying. So mm-hmm. why does he have to not go back to jail now? Right. I thought about that too. Yeah, he's just, oh, because the evil's gone now. He's recovering. The evil's gone. Oh. The judge has ruled that the evil's gone because. <laughs> The poison is out of its system now. Also. Which is why he brought up making a slaughter con. Yeah. yeah. So the evil's gone. Yes. So he's fine. He's completely well adjusted, just like everyone else in the show. Mm-hmm. And he gave insights when he was talking about serial killers and used the term we. He was like, we love our fans. We would never want to kill our fans. Yes. That's not creepy at all. No. Also not accurate. And he also says, serial killers never kill where they eat or something. So this he's is, like, oh, we nobody would kill anybody at this convention. So this it's is really irresponsible safe. writing, I'm going to say. Like, talking about serial killers like they know a thing or two, I mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not getting great vibes from this Riverdale you, writing team. You know how I feel about this entire concept. Yes, so. yes. Yeah, the whole thing it's is very, very uncomfortable, yes. Mm-hmm. And potentially damaging like, to I could a lot see, of real people. Yes, like I could see a lot of young kids watching this being like, uh-huh. oh, it's okay to stand serial killers. Yes, mm-hmm. no, exactly. And it doesn't. Do, and this episode doesn't do anything to quell that. No, not at all. <laughs> not okay. at all. Weird. I mean, well, maybe a little bit. But not enough. If you have the right judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it does, to me, the whole thing did just kind of glorify serial killers and make it seem like, oh, this is like fun and quirky. Yeah. No one's like, actually dying. Yeah. There's characters on a TV show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Betty kind of does. very poor taste. Yeah. But like, okay, so when the guy, like his knife gets confiscated, while well, Kevin is performing a great musical number with awesome choreography and sure, knifeography. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, knifeography. <laughs> there was good knifeography. Credit where credit is due. But this guy's like, yeah, I bought this on Eastley. I want you to autograph it. Betty's like, you're deranged. That's insane. Like she's she's saying that like these people are not in the right minds right. mind space with yeah. this, you know. Like, but I get what you guys are saying about the rest of it. Definitely glorifying it. Yeah. If you're and not even like the cute little booths and like yeah. the whole theme. Yeah. There's something very deeply upsetting and dystopian about it, the whole thing. Yeah. To the point where it's like, it's like, it's camp, but it's like... Dangerous it's, camp. It's dangerous camp that I don't feel like is quite self-aware enough, and its audience isn't quite mature enough to understand those themes. That's true. I forget that there's like yeah. younger kids watching this show. And me. I'm very impressionable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you feel after hearing this? I want to check out Eastleigh. <laughs> for some Black Hood merch? Yeah. 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 So then Betty can autograph it for you. Yeah, get some severed foots. Well, and I feel like one of the things that I thought that was a little bit, I feel like the most troubling too was Dr. Drank's whole um, little expose thing that she did on, how do you say it? Hybristophilia. Which is being aroused or attracted to, like, killers or other, like, dangerous people and criminals. Is that why she's into Betty? 100%. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. it's another... Wait, who else did this? Oh, her, um, boyfriend, not boyfriend. Glenn. Was also oh, because he was, like, interested in her serial killer yes. family. Yeah, uh-huh. but probably not, like, sexually aroused by the fact that Betty was related to them. I mean, maybe. It could be. Academically we aroused. Don't know. He's dead for sure, right? Yeah, he's yeah. dead. <laughs> that <laughs> was a journey. Sure. <laughs> that was such a Glenn journey. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> um. <laughs> he wanted to write a paper. Was he sexually aroused? He's dead, right? <laughs> yeah, he had all the problems. He did it all, really. Yeah. Best character, 2022. Um... 
Yeah, yeah so, I just felt like that was also so, oh, just well, Okay, like, let's get into that. What What's going on with that? She's in the FBI, but she's... Is she after Betty specifically? Yes. It's, she's she's like very it, obvious. Yeah. Uh-huh. And okay. she comes on to her. So she, like, comes clean and she's like, Hey, Betty, like, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. I have feelings for you. And Betty's like, Oh, I'm flattered, but, like, I'm with Archie. I talk about Archie all the time. And she's like, well, is that exclusive? And Betty's like, yeah, it is. And then Agent Drink is like, well, it just seems weird because you guys don't have that much in common. You know, like we bond over all this dark serial killer stuff and Archie's like such a clean cut boy. And Betty's like, yeah, he was kind of uncomfortable like with your talk. And so now- be. Yeah, right. And now Betty is like, questioning whether Archie is the right fit for her because he's like too good and he like doesn't get all this stuff about her. Okay, there's something tone deaf but also progressive about how sexuality doesn't come up about this at all, right? Yeah. She's not like, yeah. well, I can't be with you because I am straight. It's like, no, your boyfriend doesn't understand your serial killer obsession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I'm a woman. That probably isn't relevant though. Anyways, and it's weird because it's just like... I mean, I feel like in that part, I feel like it's because like Lily Reinhardt is so open about being like bisexual. bi. Yeah. And so I feel like, I don't know, my guess with that is like, they're like, people know that, so it's just like, that being a part of her character now, it's just like, Yeah, normal. or at least being open to it. And well, she had a moment yeah. with Veronica where Veronica was like, well, you're not attracted to her anyway, so it doesn't matter, right? And then Betty was like, well, and Veronica's like, oh, Betty, yeah. are you attracted to her? And Betty's like, well, no, but she has a good point about Archie not getting me. And she was like, and I did dream about her, so like, maybe a little bit not. Okay. Maybe yeah. there's think, like visual stuff I'm not like picking up on. I too. think the vibe is like, that I got at least was like, Betty is straight, but she was, like, intrigued by the possibility of this little, like, rendezvous with a coworker. you yeah. know? Yeah, she's, like, straight, but not 100% straight. Yeah, that's more kind of, of the, the vibe I get. It's, like, mm-hmm. she's not opposed, mm-hmm. you know? It's, like, yeah, she's not, like, necessarily 100% straight, but she's not, like, openly bi. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this is where Veronica gives her the really good advice, because Veronica's first reaction is, wow, she told you all that? That's so unprofessional. Yes. And you're like, oh. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Unprofessional. Yes. Thank you for being adults. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then number two, Veronica was like, okay, so here's my advice if you want it. I would say, don't go for her. Don't do this. It's going to get messy. You guys work together. Mm-hmm. And two, talk to Archie about this. Like, you're talking to the wrong person. If you feel like Archie doesn't get you or there's stuff that you're hiding from him, mm-hmm. you need to talk about that in your relationship. Is it like yes. she doesn't want to have kids? That Is was that part of it? it? That kind of comes up, yeah. She, okay. like, she doesn't want this like typical white picket fence American life, potentially. She doesn't know if she wants all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Veronica like admits too that she's like I never had those conversations in my past relationships or had them too late and so she's like you need to communicate and I was like oh Veronica's like also learning you know you're at rock bottom when Veronica's giving you this talk yeah well also Betty is kind of having like a crisis with everything at this like con because she's like am I evil and am I a killer and Veronica's like Betty I have killed more people than you she's like I killed my husband I killed my father and I killed um, Geraldo Geraldo. but but that was kind of an accident Accident, but but not but still, really and also you have zero remorse for it i know yeah. and i love how veronica is just like so self-aware right yeah, now this episode like, good for you okay but this is a sign that next episode she's gonna be a complete disaster yeah 100 yeah she's guaranteed. like what if i set dynamite in every building in the town where she's like what if i hooked up with archie now yeah after 100%. they just had like that talk you know, like, what if I talk to him now? What if we had that conversation now? Maybe yeah. it isn't too late. <laughs> That's totally going to happen. What yeah. if I slip my little poisonous pinky finger with a sun don't shine, you know? <laughs> like, it's just going to be something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> but who among us hasn't thought that? So... <laughs> poisonous little thing. Poisonous little pinky finger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Meanwhile, there's a musical going on. How are the musical numbers set up? They're all performances. It's not like a so true musical. what kind of convention would you liken this to? They're just like entertainment. Yeah, I mean, know? it makes me okay. think Is it like on the main stage of... or is it like happening everywhere? No, like the main stage. It okay. does remind me of like a casino. Well, that's like, good because it's in one. You know, or like a cruise or something. You know how they, <laughs> oh, okay. You know how they yeah, have lots of like a, activities and events and they have Or a like show. a car show. Are there performances at car shows? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Interesting. I'm just like interested that you know about car shows. I know. Just from like other... Show? Yeah, I go to lots of car shows. Well, I perform at car shows. Oh. That's when I get my harp out. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
didn't know you were serious. <laughs> <laughs> he saves it for the car shows. Yeah, yeah. I have a secret a double life where I play the harp at car shows. <laughs> That's your, your third personality. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so like the musical numbers though, yeah, it's like Kevin wants to make it to make it all 80s glam club fab. Yes. And so he Dang. wants everything to be very dramatic and he even says that he wants the choreography to be killer like next level like next level mm. like a little like edgy and is it it is it's good okay mm-hmm. all right and even like this one scene like somebody dressed like tbk comes up behind him with like a plastic bag and puts it over kevin's face mm-hmm. and betty thinks it's actually tbk so she goes up to stop it and he's like betty that was the performance and then he's so oh, upset if, that you ruined it if only there was something to indicate yeah, maybe a, who was like, actually a threat? There? Oh yeah, or yeah. not have a show killer convention. <laughs> but he was supposed to do a third number the next day, and he refused to do it because Betty ruined his vision for oh, the second number. Yes. A true beat. well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, Betty just sings something. I'm guessing this from the musical. Well, before that, so there's yes. an event where Betty is interviewed by her mom, of course, the local news lady who mm-hmm. we're still sus of not this episode okay so it comes and goes <laughs> yeah. yeah okay great because she's like the girl in the well that escaped tbk and if, we didn't know this before but apparently betty's like famous like all these people like want her autograph yeah and... because she she's escaped. the she's the only person who he hasn't killed except that other girl yeah, yeah i guess we forgot about her who hasn't come up yet i mean they really dropped that plot. I mean, not necessarily, but Betty still is like the first, you know, or it's like she probably got like infamous because of that. Yeah. And, and with because all these her dad is the black people. hood and she has the gene. Yeah. And like, she's in Riverdale where all the serial killers yes. go. Yeah. yeah. So like they know about her. Right. So like that was an interesting nugget that people in the other parts of the universe like know about Riverdale and know about Betty. I feel like that. Yeah. But I feel like it's, it's very weird. niche. Though. It, I feel like it breaks the mold on this this pastiche they have going on. Like, mm. Riverdale is its own contained thing. I don't like thinking about the rest of the country. You know what I mean? <laughs> you yeah. don't like thinking other, about other people being aware of Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why this episode is so weird. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many strangers here for what reason? Like, what happened to the small town mystery aspect of it all? But anyway, so they're doing an interview with her and they're taking questions from the audience and they can also do call-in questions on a really old-school phone with this, like, dented speaker very like mid-century modern of course Mm -hmm. and tbk calls in and he's talking to betty and he's all like betty why don't you is it the real one yeah Yeah, it's really tbk how do they know because she knows his voice yeah and he's like pretty betty yeah like he calls her something she knows yeah it's like yes yes he's like you wear a mask too and betty's like no i don't he's like (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Only I have seen your real face. (laughs) Yes. And he says, this ends with you and me and a kiss in the dark. Not with your all-American boyfriend in the Mm. white picket fence. And And she's she's like, like, I don't want that. Yeah, she's like, nuh-uh. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Real mature, Betty. (laughs) (laughs) And then he hangs up. Yeah. He's so upset. It's so heavy-handed <laughs> what they're trying to do. It's like yes. Dark Betty, but they're not admitting that it's just Dark Betty again. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. And I thought she killed Dark Betty in that whole experiment with Charles last season. Right? Well, because, <laughs> okay, you know, that was well, scientifically was that? sound. <laughs> hypnotism, well, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like hypnotism. My thing is, I feel like with what they've been doing, it's not necessarily it, that it is Dark Betty. It's just, it's more of just her still living in that fear of what she is capable of or like what she could do more so than her actually doing anything. Yes. Wait, has you she know? killed so, someone? She hasn't. So Betty's never killed anybody and she's like afraid that she will and afraid of what she like will do but mm-hmm. like she hasn't had like dark Betty episodes where she's lost control at all. It's always just her in living in her own fear of herself. That's true. I guess yeah. when she went into like dark Betty mode she sometimes didn't remember things. So that yeah. is like something a little bit different. Yeah. It's like because she hasn't gone into that like trance like But dark literally Betty every episode this season Betty has something where she's like oh I forgot about that from my childhood. Oh I forgot about that from my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Like she remembers nothing. I think she's just a bad memory. I think Probably. so. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like just her arc to keep her pure and innocent, I think is the thing. And it's her like rejecting that, but also not going too far into the darkness. I'm just like, what is the end game here? Is she just going to kill TBK and then she's going to be like, I don't want to kill anyone anymore ever again. We'll get into it. Oh. Oh. (laughs) But before all that drama, Mm -hmm. in the middle of this tracking down TBK stuff, there's a musical number from all the Riverdale ladies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. And it's they're getting ready for Tony's bachelorette party. They're putting on all these dresses. And they, what's the song they sing? Oh, it's like, You Are What You Wear. They just, like, name drop a bunch of designers. Yeah. But anyway, it just, like... It was really awkward. I again stand by the statement that Tabitha should never dance. She's just awkward. I love her, but she should not dance. And they were just like walking down the hallway. It looked like a TikTok video. It was low quality. It was so awkward. It was real cringe. It was. Okay, was it necessary? Like no, no. Absolutely. I think they should have done them a favor and just like cut everything. The wardrobe was good. But everything else. Oh, they yeah. also got all their dresses from Katie Keene. Yes, they name dropped her again. again. Who remembers her anymore, Julie? I think it's bring just her a, on. It's a joke. The writers. She's gonna be in the finale. Joke. She's gonna be the Avengers. She's the one Avengers of the Infinity that, Stones. She does their costumes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, they have to have superhero costumes like Pure Heart, like the one she made for yes, Archie. They're all gonna have superhero costumes. They're gonna name drop her in the finale. And then she's gonna get yeah. snapped away Thanos style. She's gonna like get pulled into Rivervale and cease to exist. Oh my god. But yeah, they have their fun little musical number. And then because Kevin pulls out, Betty decides that she's gonna be like bait for TBK. And so she's like, I'm gonna like perform. And just like her on stage, you're gonna have like security everywhere. And she's like, he's not gonna be able to resist like just me. Mm. And like, I know, so she's gonna be like a little siren, like luring him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, she goes and performs, and he doesn't show up. Okay. And so she's, like, disappointed. She's like, I thought that would work. Yeah. But, and also, Dr. Drink has the audacity, again, to be like, when you were singing that song, were you thinking about Archie, or were you thinking about Let someone go, else? Lady. She's like, were you thinking about TBK? And Betty's like... such a douchebag move. I know. And Betty, too, was like, what? Like, her face she's like, is like... good night. Yeah, she's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what is, does she, what is, so what does she want? I feel like she wants Betty to, like, be a serial killer. killer. Shouldn't she be, like, reporting Dr. Drank as, like, a bad FBI agent who's clearly... Betty doesn't realize it yet. I think only the audience picks up on it. Yeah. I've yet to see her do one successful thing, though. No. At this job, so. She helped Veronica understand her trauma. <laughs> yeah. Which is absolutely her That's her, her job. Expertise. That's, her, that's yeah. her job. Yes. To help her crush his friends. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like, that was just like so awkward, too. And then Betty's like, okay, I'm going home. There is one instance where another time when they think that, I guess we all mentioned it, but yeah, where she thinks that they get TBK and she does actually see him in the audience because she tackles the Ron TBK and she does see him leave. So out they know of, out of the mask. No, but like with how it's framed and everything and she knows it's She's, him. Yeah. So it's like, she so what's yeah. his name again? Greg something. It doesn't I don't remember. Guess, yeah. But yeah, but so we do know he is there, Okay. you know, but she's like, Oh, my son didn't actually lure him out. But it did, but he was, and, like, smart enough to not, like, mm-hmm. take the bait. Because he knows this whole convention is to lure him out. Yeah. Wow. Real smart move on their end. I know. To think he wouldn't catch on to I that. know. It's like, wow. It's, he knew immediately. It's so subtle. I guess he came. Yeah, he's been there the whole time, just hiding somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, but he doesn't show up, and so they're all like, well, I guess we'll just have to try something else to catch him, because mm-hmm. he's too smart for us. Mm-hmm. This one guy. And, yeah, and so, like, the guy that um, they did tackle that they thought was TBK was the same guy who had the the Black Hood knife, but this time we had the Black Hood gun, and so, like, and Betty again is like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) That's a fun callback. (laughs) Yeah. And so she takes the gun, but she keeps it. It was, like, her dad's gun. Mm -hmm. And, but, yeah, he doesn't show up, so Betty is like, well, I'm going back home. And her and Archie are going to continue their conversation and talk about it more and how they feel and everything. And so she texts Archie. She's home, Mm -hmm. but 
He's nowhere to be seen. Wow, what a great end of the episode. Guess there's nothing left to talk about. Yeah, that was the end. <laughs> Roll the credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is he there? TBK? She looks across the street into... For she's art, in Archie's house. Yeah. She looks across the street into her, her own house. bedroom. Mm-hmm. And TBK is standing in the window. So she it's runs sad. out of Archie's house into Betty's house. With there's her a, dad's gun. Yes. This, like, gold handgun. There's a bloody oh. dead FBI agent on the floor. <gasps> Charles and her mom are, like, taped to chairs, duct-taped bags over their heads. No. But she can't find TBK. <gasps> and so she takes off their bags so they can breathe. And then Alice is like, he said before he, like, <laughs> taped us up or whatever that he would meet you in the garage. And so Betty, like, immediately turns. She's like, no, no, Betty, don't go. Which, again, I'm like, Alice is evil. She's like... Oh, he said meet you there, but oh, don't go. But yeah, you'll probably be dead, but oh, don't go. Yeah. Like, how about say, get me out of these. Yeah, and just be like, call the police right now. Yeah. But no. So then Betty goes by herself into the garage, Mm -hmm. and she walks into a romantic candlelit dinner. Hot. Yeah. Wow. And his and hers duct tape masks. Yes. One for Betty. And he's like, put it on, Betty. You know you want to. Did we know it was this? Did we know it was like, I love you and we should be married? No. He literally says we're soulmates. Yes. I guess he did say that. He said they were kindred souls. Yes. Before it was kindred spirits and like, like, oh, we could be serial killer buddies. Mm -hmm. But not necessarily lovers. Because it adds like a weird unsettling extra layer to this that I'm just like, I I feel like it does make a little more sense with his obsession with her. But you can still do obsession and not make it like this weird, like, we're going to be married. Because it also doesn't seem smart. That makes him seem more, like... Emotional and... Infantile in a way. Mm, Yeah. You know? And I don't think he's that. that. He's more, like, Hannibal Lecter-y, I feel like. And I did get the vibe that he was, like, really, like, sexually interested in her, but more just, like, this this kindred spirits thing. He's like, we are soulmates. We need to be together. Because if that was the case, her being in the well adds a new layer of, like, uncomfortableness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What kind of prisoner was she? I didn't get that vibe. Yeah, but... Now it is. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. just developed a crush later in life. Maybe yeah. like the distance apart. He's just like, that was you know like what? Crush by David Archuleta right now. <laughs> is it real or just another crush? <laughs> <laughs> he has to know. <laughs> yeah. TBK won American Idol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... Okay, so does Betty shoot him immediately? No, she. you can tell she is a little curious. Like, she's staring at the mask, and he's like, I know you want to put it on. And sure. there's, like, a part of her that is kind of like, hmm. Well, she loves fashion. Yes. And she's like, I lost my dark Betty wig. I need something new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, she does hesitate. And he's like, you know, and she's like, get down on your knees. You're under arrest. Like, put your hands up, whatever. And he's like, nope. He's like, this will end one of two ways. He's like, either you shoot me and you have to shoot me here and now, or you put on that mask and we go and kill everybody else in the house and claim these other victims and our other kills together. So he's going for it. He's like all or nothing. Either if if I can't have you, nobody can. Mm -hmm. Kind of a thing. He's like, let's go kill your mom and brother together for fun. I know you want to. Yeah, Yeah, he has like a chainsaw right there and he's like, we can dismember them together. And Betty's like, why would you think I would want to do that? Yeah. Silly. But there's a little, you can see in her eye, she's like looking at that mask. Yeah. And then she doesn't really hesitate and she shoots him. So he's dead. And that's the first time she's ever killed anybody. Okay. But we were like, why would you not shoot him in the leg? Yeah. We want answers from this man. We want to know motives. We want to know, like, inside the serial killer mind. Also, I'm just sick of police and FBI agents, whatever, just killing people. It's like, you don't have to shoot them fatally. Yeah. You have handcuffs. Yeah. You have a taser. Yeah. You have other things. Yeah. Like, why do you have to kill him? That's my question. This seems... He wasn't fighting. Like, she did straight up murder him. He was him. right there. He yeah. was not True. He was and just she... 
sitting there she, peacefully. I think she just fell for the taunt, maybe. I think she just... This whole episode was, like, literally designed for this moment, so it is yes. kind of a cop-out. Yeah. But it... it wor- Oh, my gosh. Uh, it works in the context... I'm getting too excited. It works in the context <laughs> of, like, what they've set up, although it does feel just like, oh, now she's got someone. Well, and I am super disappointed in, like, yes. this whole TBK storyline. Let me just point that out. I thought you were going to be hella so mad. I am mad. I'm also just like, okay, it's out of the way now. Because, like, for a while I was following and I was tracking it, and then they just, like, forgot about it. Did all these other little extra things, and I was like, why that? Why, why, why throw that in there? Why tease that? And now I'm just like, it doesn't feel climactic enough at all because he was mm-hmm. the big baddie for two whole seasons. Yeah, and the point was to just get Betty to kill him. I feel like they need to stand up. I wanted her to go back into the well. You know, mm. you really did want. want I really did want that. I wanted Silence of the Lands, and I feel like this is. Um, I don't know. It's Riverdale. It's Riverdale. <laughs> It's that quality. So, I am mad, but I'm also relieved because it's like, okay, now we can just focus on the Avengers battle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That sentence. (laughs) I like how we've just coined it the Avengers battle now. Yes. uh, Yeah. So, so that was the spoiler I saw that I I didn't know who died, but I saw that it was like, okay. Uh, the boss of Riverdale says, yep, they're really dead. So, oh, he's oh, really dead. Okay. Oh, but you didn't know it was TBK. No. Oh, we, oh, thought, we you thought you knew TBK died. No, for some reason I thought it'd be Kevin. <laughs> oh, they couldn't. He was in the thumbnail, so I was like, hey, He's renewed. What are they trying Next to Next season. He is, and he had a musical number, so yeah, that means he he's going stronger. He was good. And he was really good, actually. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would have loved to see him in those tidy whities doing sit-ups. But... <laughs> Next time. Next. What? <laughs> American Psycho 2. Yes. Which actually is a movie starring Mila Kunis. <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is like, Psycho? Way before she got famous. Yeah. Oh, was she like a teenager? Yes. Weird. So mm. weird. Wait, and she was the killer? Yeah. What? <laughs> I, just, I can't believe I just remembered that. Wow. That's wild. You're yeah. a wealth of knowledge. Yes. A wealth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So is that how it ends? Well, she has a combo with Archie. So we had a good Veronica and Betty scene. And now we get a really good, honestly, Archie and mm-hmm. Betty scene. Okay. Where she, you know, tells about the whole thing and how it went down with TBK. Well, what happened after that? Does it just cut to her, like, in, like, one of those, like, crunchy uh, silver blankets or whatever? Or? No. No. After okay. that, she just walks back into her mom and Charles and, like, unties them, unties them and okay. is, like, TBK's dead. Mm-hmm. She's kind of, like, she's, like, shocked. Shock. And yeah. then she just talks to Archie. Okay. That's like yeah. the next thing you see. Mm-hmm. But she says like basically that she is afraid with their relationship that they don't want the same things. And Archie's like, you know what? Yeah, I do want like the white picket fence, the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Betty doesn't know if she wants that or not. But he's like, that's not a deal breaker for me if you're still figuring that out. Mm-hmm. What's like the deeper thing here? And Betty admits that she's afraid of this like darkness inside her that she has like the potential to like kill people hurt people but also like the want to do it that flares up in mm. her and she's afraid that someday she won't be able to control those urges and that she'll either hurt archie or that he'll be afraid of her hurting sure. him. and she doesn't want him to like fear her it's interesting and although it's not said i feel like you also kind of that she's afraid of doing the same thing her father did to her to mm-hmm. like their like potential children yeah and she's yeah. afraid of like grooming children yeah so i feel like that's why she's not sure if she wants that or going the opposite and being like you guys can't be serial killers at all and you know and holding them back from and that. holding them back mm, from that yeah yeah which isn't great either who's romanticizing the serial killer <laughs> stuff now yeah. sam <laughs> you plan slaughter con yeah, I've learned Slarkon. Slarkon. Is that what it was? Slarkon. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You're just Slarg. 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 <laughs> no, so then Archie's like, Betty, that's not how I see you at all. You only see your darkness, but I see your potential and how hard you try. And so he brings up this memory from when they were kids about when they found an injured bird and, like, nursed it back to health and Betty took the reins. And he's like, that's who I see. Like, that despite... All this crazy stuff your dad mm-hmm. and your family in this town did to you, you still have this goodness in you and, like, you really try to overcome it. Here's an idea. Move. Move. 
Ooh. It's a really great yeah. idea. Yeah. Go to therapy. Mm-hmm. It's a really great idea. That also... They yeah. had that one episode. That one episode. They need more than one. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But he really gets I... through to her, and Betty's like, I actually think I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I really liked it, too, because, you know, he's like, the fact that you're worried about hurting me, worried yes. about hurting your friends and other people... Shows that you have shows... empathy yeah. and remorse. And that, and, yeah. that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. And it was good because I feel like Betty gets so in her head and she's so afraid of it. Yeah, she's so obsessed she's, with her own darkness. Yeah, that it's like she forgets that that's not all of who she is. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was really good. And I feel like, yeah, and you could tell it did, yeah, like you said, really get through to her. Mm-hmm. I was really pleasantly surprised by these conversations the characters yeah, had. it was really good. In the musical episode. Excuse I feel me. like this season's had, like, some good conversations. Like, even, yeah, like, Veronica's and, and Reggie. Yeah. It's really hit or miss, though. Oh, it is, yeah. Like, still. it's really, uh, literally up and down. But they're giving us some nuggets, and we have <laughs> yeah. to take it yeah. we can get. We haven't them. had that in They're going to have a long the time, most so. cathartic group huddle before Archie shoots laser beams out of his eyes. <laughs> to melt the ice caps to, to flood the, I don't know, <laughs> Percival's prison in the sky or something like Percival's that. Percival's prison in the sky. <laughs> Okay, so we have SlaughterCon and Slarg. If there was going to be another con in Riverdale, what would it be? I think BurgerCon. Dang, that was my first thought. <laughs> and Burger Jughead con. is the host. It's just like Ooh. burger eating competitions. Yes. What musical numbers would they have for BurgerCon? Like the McDonald's theme song. Yeah. McDonald's show. Yeah. Pops stove. has got to have one. Uh, yeah, a stove for, as a stove from Spongebob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim Original music, no, musical number oh, by Tabitha, yes. where she yeah. doesn't dance at all. <laughs> she just she stays in one place and does not move. She just at stays all. at the microphone, and other people dance. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they need an abcon. <laughs> Napcon. Ab. Oh, abcon. Abcon. A-P-P-Con. And no one's allowed to wear a shirt. And you can only come That's if just you a have. Bar. You can only come if you have like a nine pack. Six packs aren't enough. Oh, wow. okay. All right. Okay. And the whole the main event is car washing. Love it. Do they punch each and other in the abs to test it out? Yeah. 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 And they the whole thing is they do things that you don't need to be shirtless for shirtless. <laughs> yes. Like grilling food. Um <laughs> trying on shirts. <laughs> they can't have shirts. Well, they they pick up the shirt and they're about to do it and they're like, oh you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My first thought was Comic Con. <laughs> and then I realized that was a real thing. <laughs> um but that would be really meta to have comic. But it's just yes. about the Archie comics. Yes, just Archie. And everyone shows up and is disappointed because there's no trailer for Batman versus your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's our episode. Thank you for listening. As always, we're Riverdale fans first and friends second. If you want to support the podcast, like and subscribe and tell a friend or leave us a review. And follow us on Instagram at Riverdale. Yes. That's River Tales Podcast. <laughs> River Tales Podcast. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.